Hello and welcome to In Pursuit of Purpose, where we focus on passion, purpose, and power. I am your host, Ariston CM. Thank you so much for joining me at 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday for my series, Repurpose 21, Lifestyle Changes for Transformation. It is me, Ariston CM, author and entrepreneur, and thank you so much for joining me on this evening as we continue our series, What Men Want, They Hurt Too. So I want to first and foremost thank my podcast listeners because I have some that are listening on a regular basis, and I want to definitely... um, give a shout out to them and thank them for their support. And I also want to thank you all for your support as well. Um, Because, you know, you show up and even if it's for a few minutes, I appreciate it. Um, I would hope that I am uh, bringing something or um, investing in your life in a positive way, something that's going to help you in life. You know, that is what God has called me to to make a difference, to educate, to um, motivate, to inspire. And so I hope that I am living up to that because that is a part of my calling. So, and, you know, for those of you who are new watching me, um, good evening, Teresa. Thank you for being here. Um, You know, for those of you who are watching or listening for the first time, Um, I'm an author, I'm an entrepreneur, I have educational background in uh, mental health, I I went to seminary, I have a a really diverse uh, portfolio of things that I have done, so I can do a little bit of everything. Um, I am qualified to talk about the things that I uh, am talking about, not only because I have um, higher education in it, but because I have a lot of experience and I've worked in so many different sectors. And so when you combine all of that, it really um, makes me well-rounded to talk about the things that I talk about. And one thing about me is I'm honest. If I don't know something, I'm not going to sit there and just make it up. I'm not going to do that. And so I'm going to make sure that I let you guys know (laughs) that I don't know it and to just give me an opportunity And I will uh, find out all about it. So I have no problem doing that. I am not one of those people who just like to um, say stuff and make myself look good. I don't have to do any of that. And so I'm just thankful. So, okay, we are going to go ahead and get started. I just had to get a few things out of the way. As you guys know, I have my same thing every day. So hopefully my dog will not be barking uh, this evening. So we are going to let me, hey, Leo, how are you? We are going to start with prayer because last night I usually try to end or start with prayer. I didn't do either one. So I'm going to start with prayer and then we're going to jump right in. Father, I thank you, Lord, for everyone who is here, Lord. I ask for that you would just bless us all, Lord, to just hear your voice and what it is that you want us to do, the change that you want us to implement in our lives as it relates to the men in our lives, the relationships, the marriages, oh God. Lord, we're asking, Lord, for a different kind of understanding, Lord, one from their perspective, one from your perspective. And we ask all this in your name. Amen. So let's go ahead and, oh, thank you, Jason. (laughs) Thank you for the compliment. 
Um, so let's go ahead and get started. So yesterday we talked about um, just a kind of a good overview. I read some of the comments that uh, some of the men had stated. And, you know, as I told you guys before, respect was something on the top of the list. Yesterday, we talked about the biases that we bring into relationships, our experiences, things that we've watched from our families, things that we've heard from our friends. And so you pack all those things in, and now we are bringing it into a relationship and we're expecting it to work. Okay. And so we are just trying to break this thing down so that we can understand things from a different perspective. Now, we all have um, our little issues and things going on as far as our races, as far as our gender and all of those things. But one thing we do know is that the black man is not uh, on the favorite list. We know that women are not on the favorite list, that men uh, tend to think that women are the weaker sex and, and they shouldn't be afforded certain opportunities. And then you have all the other different classes. So right now we are just focusing on the men because we are, most of us are in relationships or if we're not in one, we're waiting to be in one. And so I think it's very important if you want a healthy, successful marriage, you have to be willing to put in the work. You have to willing to be what I call selfless. What does selflessness look like? Selflessness, selflessness looks like this. Hey, my spouse came to me. And he said that I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like the way that every time we have a discussion, you want to bring up past things. Well, for me, maybe I don't think anything is wrong with it. Because if I'm bringing up past things, then that means that uh, obviously you're still doing the same things or something that's related to something that you've done. So I need to bring it up to show you that there's a pattern of you doing this. Okay. On my end, it doesn't seem like there's anything wrong with that. But on his end, it does. And so selfless, a selfless act would be me saying, you know what? My husband doesn't like this. Even though I don't see anything wrong with it, I'm not going to do it. Now, it's going to pain me because I feel like I have all rights to do exactly what I'm doing. But because he doesn't like it, I have to be selfless because I'm in a relationship. And a relationship is give and take. All right. So today we are going to focus on men. So they want to feel like a king. So I got a couple of these comments. You know, men want to feel like kings. All right. By nature, they want to feel in control. They don't want us taking away their control because when we take away their control, then it just creates something and we don't want to be bothered with what that something is. Okay. And so we um, have to make sure that we are nurturing that feeling and we want to be treated like queens. You know, right now, that's all you see is queen this, queen that, you know. And so if we want to be treated like queens, then we have to treat them like kings. And there's nothing wrong with that. But again, that takes a sacrifice, especially when we go into a relationship with an idea of who our spouse is. OK, uh, or based on something he's done, he's hurt us. And so now we want to withhold making him feel like a king because he's done something to offend us. And sometimes maybe he knows that he's offended us or it could be very well that he has not know that has no knowledge of what he's done. And because our communication is not good, then we're walking around here upset, acting like this for no reason. And he doesn't even know. All right. Respect is a man's greatest need for women, 
Love is our greatest need. But men, it's respect. We want them to love us. So we have to respect them. Oftentimes, somebody has to go first. You have to decide. Okay. So right now, I am encouraging women to go first. All right. He needs to feel your trust, your admiration, your honor. These are the things that make men happy. These are the things that drive them to want to love you the way you need to be loved, to do things for you, to just be there and be all over you for those women who like men all in their face. I'm one of those. I love my husband all in my face. And if he won't get all in my face, I'll definitely be all in his face. Um, And so those are the things that men need to keep them happy. Of course, sex, but we're not talking about sex on today. We'll get to that. But those uh, are things that are very, very important to him. So now, I'm sorry, my my dog is barking again. So hopefully you guys uh, aren't too distracted by him. Um, my son is playing with him, but I guess that, uh, he's, he's just not having it. So yeah, it's like, he's a little kid. He knows exactly when to start barking and, uh, my walls are thin in my house. And so it's just, anyway, sorry for the diversion. Now, one thing that's important is love and respect are two different things. Okay. We can't, excuse my English. I was supposed to put R, I put is, I'm so sorry. Um, We can love our men and we cannot respect them. Okay, let me give you the best example I can give you. Most of us don't love our bosses, but we respect them. Why do we respect them? Because they're our boss. They hold our paycheck, our job, our livelihood, pretty much everything. You know what I mean? So we respect naturally that boss because that's authority we respect the police because we don't have any choice unless we want to go to jail we respect people in higher places when we're dealing with them okay and so you can love your husband and not respect him you can respect him and not love him or you can love and respect him okay and so we have to make sure that we understand that distinction. So before I get into some of the things that respect looks like, because we have to break these things down, because if we don't know what what some of the things that are considered respectful or disrespectful, then we're not going to know. and We're just going to be violating everything and not even know. And men don't talk that much. They just keep it all in and then they just do all kind of stuff. And then that's when all kind of other problems set in. So we have to start to understand what is respect. But more importantly, okay, I can give you this whole list, but each spouse is different. And so it behooves you to talk to the man in your life. Honey, what does respect look like to you? How can I respect you more? Tell me ways that I disrespect you. Okay. And that's going to take a lot because some women are angry at their men. They're just angry. They're angry because they've been with them 20 years and it's been a 20 miserable years and they feel like they've stayed with them and, and that they've held them down and they still don't get what they deserve. That's your fault. Okay. Because if it's conditions that you know are not conducive to your growth, if the man is cheating on you, if the man is abusing you, then you can't, that's, if you chose to stay, that's your decision. So whatever happens as a result of your decision is your decision. Going back to yesterday, you chose the wrong man, you chose to settle, or you haven't properly communicated your needs in a way that he can understand. One of those things. Okay. Now, domestic relation, domestic violence. I have never been 
a, a victim of that. So I can't even begin to tell you what that's like. I don't know what that's like to try to get away from somebody when they threaten to kill you. So those situations are a little bit more complex. I can't just get on here and say, oh, just pack up your stuff and leave. Okay. I know what I would do, but I'm not in that position. You know, everybody is built different because somebody, somebody going to get it. You know what I mean? And so that's how I'm, that's how I'm built. You know, I'm going to pick up something. I'm going to do some damage to you. You're never going to do it again because I don't even know if you're going to still be alive that I'm going to be in jail. And so that's just a whole mess. So I don't even want to deal with that because I don't want to offend anybody who have been in that situation because I, I would imagine that that's very hard, especially if you're scared, especially if you don't have support. I would imagine that that's very hard to be dealing with. So, um, what was that? I'm about to go to my list, but oh, I want to, oh, I want to talk about the movie real quick. Okay. So I watched a movie today and this movie, so we, we, I always take stuff from a godly perspective and an ungodly perspective. So yesterday we talked about an ungodly, we didn't talk about an ungodly perspective. We just talked about, um, the practical relationship and practical things. Okay. So today I watched a movie. Um, because someone asked me yesterday to talk about godly versus ungodly relationships. And while we know that um, it's better to have a godly relationship that's built on a foundation. All right. Because if you have two people who are committed to the same thing, it does have a chance to make it work. However, I watched a movie today and that movie, which was um, based on a true story. It had a husband and a wife, both of them were um godly people both of them you know went to church and everything well the husband wanted to be an author and he wanted to write and he turned down jobs because he wanted to full-time you know write full-time well the wife of course naturally got into she had to be the breadwinner in the home because the husband wasn't working he needed to finish his novel so she developed a resentment she developed an attitude and so when she would come in the house he would say hey babe you know how was your day i'm exhausted and then she would walk away. Okay. And so he tolerated and tolerated. Well, she ended up having an affair on him. All right. And now get, get, don't get me now. Now, listen, these are people who are having godly relationships. Okay. People who are going to church, who are believers. Okay. But because she was discontent with who that man was, she decided that she would go get attention from somebody else. Okay. And it happens all the time. Whether it's a godly relationship or it's an ungodly relationship. We, at the end of the day, are all human beings and we are um, all full of sin, made in God's image. So we all have the propensity to cheat. Okay. And so not saying that we would, but we all have that nature in us. And we can't say what we will do until we're faced with that situation. So here she's doing all of this. And, you know, the husband find out, you know, they were going through marriage counseling and she was trying to make it work, but she was still having the, the affair. And so, you know, the husband ended up finding out he wanted a divorce, you know, because he just couldn't believe it. But, you know, you have a you had a couple things going on in the movie. You have her lack of understanding. You have her being disrespectful to this man. He's sitting here. He's loving her. But she's also said something about him not paying her no attention. So it was a whole lot of stuff going on in the movie. So I just wanted to show you that even though that was a godly relationship, they still had the same problems at the base of it all. She didn't get what she felt like she wanted. She, she was used to the money because, you know, he had bought her a house. He had given her all this stuff. She got used to that lifestyle. And then when he decided he wanted to write, it all stopped. And so she got upset and she responded out of that. Now, as a result of that, now she has a broken marriage because of her decisions. 
Okay. So now let's look at respect. Um, and I don't know if we'll get through all of these. We'll try because I'll try to keep it no more than 30 minutes. Respect his judgment. Okay. That is considered for a man. That's a form of respect. Respect my judgment. Don't question his knowledge, especially in that moment, because that is when the argument's going to happen. If your husband says, or your boyfriend, if he says, you know what, honey, I think that, um, I'm going to take some money and I'm going to start a new business. I'm going to, you know, get in our savings or whatever. I'm going to start a new business. Okay. So at that point, us as women, we want to make sure that we're taken care of. We want to make sure we have everything we need. You know, most of us budget. And so our first instinct is going to be like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can't do that because we have this, we have that, we have all of these things. That's exactly what comes out of our mouth. And it comes out just like that. You know, it's not, oh, honey, okay, that sounds good. No, we're like, okay, well, what are you doing? When did this happen? All of that. You know what I mean? But one of the things that will be helpful is he said that say, Oh really? Tell me more. Okay. You listen to what he has to say. Don't challenge him in that moment because you have that initial feeling that this man want to go empty our savings to go start a business. And this man ain't even never ran no business before. Okay. So what you have to do is you have to listen, listen to what he's saying. Wait a few days, then go back to him, honey. Okay, you told me you want to start a business and I thought about it. And while I think it's a good idea, um, can we explore some other businesses? Maybe we can do some planning together. Maybe we can do some research together just so that I can understand it more. Don't put it back to him because if you put it back to him, it's going to make him feel like he doesn't know what he's doing. Us, me. Okay, don't ever say, I think you need to go explore. it. I think you need to think about it because now you're, you're shooting his idea down. You're shooting, and maybe this is a passion. Maybe he wanted to uh, open up a tow truck company, all right? But we know the tow truck companies, you know, you know. I mean, that tow truck, snowplow. We know that snowplow is only going to be successful during the snow season. What about all the rest of the seasons, okay? And so we want to be careful not to shoot his idea down, not to question his knowledge or go up against him in that moment. Why? Because he's excited about this new business. He wants to tell you because you his queen and then you shoot him down. All right. That's not going to that's not going to feel real well in him. OK. And so that's that that'll be the beginning of him shutting down. So that's that's the first shutdown. Second, how we communicate our tone, our body language, our eye contact. If that man is talking to you, whether it's about an issue or something else, if you sitting here on your phone, you doing this, mm -hmm, yeah, or you, you know, getting busy with the kids. And, oh, honey, okay, I, I, I hear you, but you see what I'm, you see me, I'm doing something. That's disrespectful, because he's well, he wants you to listen to him. Men are not women. Again, they think things differently. They need different stuff. And so if we are commu they're communicating with us and we aren't paying them no attention, that means that what I have to say is not important. You don't value my, my opinion. You don't respect what I'm saying because I don't have your full undivided attention. You're not giving me no eye contact. You messing with the kids, you messing with the dog. And then when I say, are you listening? You see me doing something. I done worked all day and I got to do this, that, and the other. Just give me a second. Look what you just did. Look how you just talked to him. Heck no, he don't want to talk to you after you done did all that. Why should he? That was horrible. You sat and you did your head. You did your neck. 
You know what I mean? For the ones who cuss, y'all done said a few cuss words. You know what I'm saying? I hear I hear people all the time. I just got in the door. Ah! I hear it with my own ears. I'm like, dang, that's how they talk. You know what I'm saying? And so those kind of things all represent respect. When you're talking in the, or, or having a disagreement, it's the same thing. What is your tone? Are you getting upset? Are you talking with your hands? If you're doing all of this, that's disrespectful. That about tell that man you want to fight him because you're doing all of that. And you sitting here pacing the floor. You jerking your body and you doing all. No, that is not proper communication. That is not how you communicate with your spouse or significant other in love. It's awful and it's terrible. All right. Next, your public interaction. Don't put that man down in public. Don't say stuff to him in front of your friends. Don't embarrass him in front of people at the store. When they're asking the question, well, honey, are you sure? Are you sure you want that? Do you even know how to use that? That's belittling him. Why wouldn't he know how to use it? What make you think you know how to use it? Just like you read stuff and Google stuff. Why can't he read stuff and Google stuff? But these are the little things that are disrespectful to men that women may or may not know. Well, you don't think it's anything bad. I mean, you don't think it's anything bad. Like if you're in a store and you, you know, he see a race car or something and you know, he wanted to pick it up and you'd be like, why do you want that? Like, what are you about to do with that? Like, who does that? Like, why are you shooting down what he wants? If the man want a race car, let him have a race car. You know what I'm saying? And so those things, hi, Melissa, how are you? Those things undermine a man. Okay, you can't do that in public. You can't um, put your business out in public. You can't have disagreements out in public. You better hold that stuff till y'all get in the car and them kids better not be in it. Okay, because you are showing your children how to be disrespectful to their father or your significant other when you're doing all that in front of them. All right. I know women, we like to think that we're right. We like to think that we know everything. But in all actuality, we don't. If we take a long, hard look at ourselves, some of us have some ugly attitudes. Some of us are lazy. Some of us don't care. Some of us have a secret problem with men, but we just want a man because we want to just have something to lay up under. Okay, it's all different kind of reasons why some men, some women just want men for sex. They don't want nothing else. All right. Some of them want companionship and don't want sex. So there's all different kinds of reasons. All right. Respect him in his absence. Don't talk about that man when he's not around. So you get with your friends and you want to talk about how no good your boyfriend is, how no good your husband is. He don't do nothing. He just this. He just that. All that's doing is further confirming your preconceived ideas, your biases, your experiences from your previous relationships because you're sitting there talking about it. So now you already think it. But now you took it a step further and now you're talking about him when he's not there. That means you're pondering it. You're thinking about it. And now it's just just getting it on the inside and it's just becoming an infestation. Then you have your lonely friends who don't have no men and they're piggybacking off of what you say. So by the time you get home, you done. You don't have no love for that man. All right. Don't do that. All right. Respect him in his absence. All right. Don't talk about him. And I don't advise talking about your husbands and your relationships with your friends either. If you need to talk about him and you have one clear-headed friend, let it be one clear-headed friend. But don't just sit and dog your husband. 
don't do it because you have flaws too. Now, I know that sometimes we need to get stuff out of our system. And if you do, you talk to somebody about it. Me, I'm a person, I don't need to get nothing out of my system. I get everything out of my system with God. I don't sit and talk about talk to, talk to about my husband. I don't have a reason to talk about my husband to my friends. If I have a problem with my husband, I'm going to talk to my husband. I'm not going to talk, talk to him about my friends. My friends know absolutely nothing about my marriage, but me and my husband love each other. Anything else is between he and I. He, I, and the Lord, if I said that properly. Okay? And so, we don't have any reason to sit and do that. So, monitor your interactions. Because sometimes, you're getting advice from single people who aren't even married. All right? And so, that's not any good. That's not going to help you. All right? That's going to hurt you. Next, assumptions. We have assumptions. Those assumptions can be a, a lack of respect. Asking him, have you done something yet? You told him to do something, and now you're going to harp on him. Have you did that yet? Did you do this? Did you do that? Um, calling him on the phone. Oh, don't forget to pick up the milk on the way home. Well, you're saying that says that he's incompetent, and then he can't remember, and that you don't trust him to pick up the milk. Why do you need to do that? Did he ask you to remind him and call him? Or are you just assuming that he can't do it based on his past actions. All right. Those are the little things that men take notice of. Those are the little things that chip away at their ego little by little. And it makes them into something else. Something that we don't want to deal with. All right. Listen and respond with enthusiasm. When he is talking about something, talking about his day, excited about something, be excited with him. Listen to him. Give him your full undivided attention all right that goes a long way if he's telling you something and you be like mm-hmm, yeah that's good then you're not listening to him and that's saying you don't care and that what he's saying is not important is disrespectful because you tell your kids to do what when you're talking look at me and listen to me all right it's the same thing with our significant other our spouses you give them that time you give them that attention if you don't somebody else will Smile at him. Touch him. I never forget. I heard a story one day. Um, it was a, a young man. That was No, he was in mid-40s. Mid he was at church, and um, there was a lady. It was an older lady. And I don't know what transpired, but she went up and she was talking to him. And she took and she put both of her hands on his face. And he talked about how that felt so good that he had not been touched like that in years by his wife. But this little old lady was talking to him and telling him something good. And she just touched his face. And he talked about how it warmed his heart. I got a message today from one of the guys. He said, we're really, we're really um, sensitive babies at heart, big babies at heart. We want to be stroked. We want to be loved. We want you to, to rub our bald heads. You know, he, they, they want that. They want you to touch their face. They want you to look at them and smile. They need that. The same way we need it, they need it too. Okay? Stroke his ego. Tell him how great he is. Pump that man up. Applaud him for his accomplishments. Really make out, make over him, make out over him. You know what I'm trying to say. You know, when he does something good, that goes a long way. You're pumping his eagle up. You're making him feel like a man. Well, honey, I'm just so proud of you. You just, you've been doing so much lately and you just did the, you know, just really acknowledge that. Okay. Because again, you're building him up. Okay. And when you don't acknowledge it, guess what you're doing? You're tearing him down. You may not be verbally tearing him down, but your actions or your inactions 
are tearing him down. Okay? Ask his opinion. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I skipped the one. Ask what you could do for him. Ask what you could do for him, honey. Is there something I could do for you? You need me today. Okay? He'll appreciate that. Because you don't know the load he has. You don't know what he's doing. Ask him. All right? Ask his opinion. When you're uh, at a major a major uh, a, a place in your life where you're making some decisions or even if it's something little, ask his opinion. Even dresses, clothes, just ask his opinion. Include him. Communicate with him. Okay? Respect his likes and dislikes. He can like and dislike whatever he wants to. He's not you. And so why would you care? And why are you bothering him about what he likes and he dislikes? He's an individual. We all are. We are all different. I don't think there's two people who are alike. We are all very different. And so you have to respect that. All right? Lastly, be his biggest supporter. Be on his side. Don't challenge him and go up against him. He's your teammate. So you shouldn't be acting funky with him. You shouldn't have attitudes with him. You know, if you're a person that have attitudes with everybody else, have attitudes with everybody else. But when you come home, you shouldn't have an attitude with your significant other. That's not okay. You know, um, one of the guys inboxed me and said that um, he had bought his um, girlfriend a necklace. Well, she got the necklace and she said, this is not the one I wanted. Well, it hurt his feelings because here he went and bought her a necklace. She's going to say that's not the one she wanted. Who does that? That's so, it's, uh, it's, it's ungrateful. And that ungratefulness, that's where you get the disrespect at, you know. And so those are just some of the things that we wouldn't think as um think about as respect but they are very true we have to respect their role we have to let them be who they are they want to be in control we have to allow them to be that now there's a difference between being in control and and submitting that's two totally different things i'm not going to get into the submission thing but you know allow them to be in control let him make the decisions you know what i'm saying is there's a way that you can communicate your um disagreement um, about whatever decision he's made, but you have to let him be a man. You have to let him grow. You have to, um, put him in an environment that supports him, that loves him, that encourages him to grow and be who he is. He's in a relationship. He's trying to figure out his place, who he is himself, who he is in relation to you. If you have kids, who he is in relation to them, plus all the other things that a man goes through. Okay. So I hope that was helpful today. Um, we just really wanted to kind of give notice to some things that, you know, respect, we, we use it as a broad term. We think of respect of not nagging them and stuff like that. But here we have some other things that leads to that, that is considered um, to be disrespectful. And so my, my suggestion is I've given you a nice list, you know, and, you know, this list come from a lot of the men that I have um, talked to. But I encourage you to communicate with your significant other and ask him, honey, do you feel like I'm respectful to you? In which ways am I disrespectful? That way you can make a mental note so that you will be able to uh, change your behaviors. And again, I know you guys are like, okay, you're asking me to change. You're asking me to change. Somebody got to change. So women, let's change. Okay. And let's see what happens. Let's see if the men will say, okay, she's changing. So maybe that'll make him step up and be the things that you need him to be. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for this time. And I ask, Lord, that you will just 
Allow us, Lord, to allow this stuff to sink in, oh God. Help us to be mindful of our spouses, of our significant others, and the things that they want in their needs. Help us not to be selfish, oh God, but to be selfless when it comes to them, Lord. Help us to communicate, oh God, and help us to understand what they need, Lord, and not only understand, but implement it. Lord, bless us, oh God. Heal our brokenness, oh God, because that is the root of a lot of it, oh God. And Lord, we just need you to do a work in our lives, oh God. And Lord, those of us who are not in the right relationship with you, that can't access the fullness of you, Lord, bring us into that right relationship, oh God, so that all things, Lord, will flow according to your will. We ask this in all things in your name. Amen. All right, all right, all right. I am finished for tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, and I will see you guys all tomorrow. If you guys have any questions, any comments, please let me know. I love questions. I love feedback. And um, you guys stay safe. And I'll be praying for you. You know, little by little, you know, things can change. But it starts with you. Thank you. Have a good night. If you would like to know more about me, please visit my website, www.loveariston.com. You can also find me on social media, Facebook, Ariston CM, or Instagram and Twitter. I'm so Ariston. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to grow.